0: What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. You. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's good? How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I didn't wish you a happy February, I don't think. Happy February. Let's get into it. All right. So, you know, I've just been... I don't know if I've made it clear. I have a, a brother who's bipolar who's decided that he didn't want to take his medicine. And he does this, I would say, frequently, frequently. And it's just been a cluster because I don't have time. He knows how busy I am. He knows that I'm taking care of our mother. He knows that she hasn't been sleeping. He knows all of this. So he and I have reached an impasse because the reality is I don't care if you have mental illness or not. You do everything else you want to do. So you must just have decided that this is not what you wanted to do consciously. So that's where I have the issue. If this were his first break with reality, I'd be like, wow, you know, a whole different range of emotions. But this has been happening since I was 11. I'm not, I'm not close to 11 years old anymore. I'm decades past 11, Uh, four decades, Uh, five decades, maybe. Yeah, almost close to from 11 to 55. I'm, I'm in my 50s. And it's just been ridiculous to have to deal with this. And I've just completely lost my patience. I cannot take care of everyone, nor do I desire to take care of everyone. I am trying new things to take care of myself. And I think that's the moral of this story. I don't share a lot of this kind of stuff because it's not my story to share. But the reality is, it's a very, 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 very thin line between sanity and insanity. Uh, he was very smart in school. He did a lot of things really well. My mom and and his dad were very, very proud of him uh, and what he was able to accomplish academically. And then the mental stuff kicked in at about 20 or 21, and it was brutal. The medicines are strong. They make you gain weight. And he was a pretty inactive person to begin with. Um, and it's difficult, you know, I don't think anybody likes to be different, but especially, you know, when your brain isn't functioning the way you want it to. So think about it. I'm surrounded by two people with broken brains, and he couldn't care less about nutrition or health. Or, I mean, I've talked to him till I was blue in the face. He wasn't interested. And, um, you know, your brain is so valuable. And a lot of what my mom... When she has episodes, it really reminds me of his stuff. And it's like, you know, this is deeply fucked up. We live in a country that does not care at all about mental health. Um, You know, people are breaking left and right, and we're making softer people than we've ever made. These young people, maybe children ain't the future. They're so soft and not into excellence. They only want to be like the Kardashians, which is ridiculous. Um, People are out here uh, using some fake standard of beauty, you know, to to live their lives by. And if you're not a hooker or kind of loose or some sort of pole dancer, you're probably not going to get a man. And if you get him, he may not, you know, stay faithful to you. There's a whole subculture that lives like what I just said. And I'm not making any of it up. They literally want to grow up and be real housewives. And you know why? Because that's how they see their moms and their aunties and their grannies. Everybody in their lives acts like that. And, you know, it's like, what are we doing? Of course you're going to break. Of course you're going to struggle. These are not even real goals. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and it's like, this generation of young people looks down on people who work hard. So, there's a young man right now who'd rather go on the street and sell a couple hundred dollars worth of drugs a day, risk his life, risk his health, risk his freedom, uh, risk all his relationships every day, than go to McDonald's and start to work and stack cash and possibly get to a point where he can manage that McDonald's and possibly get to the point where he could buy that McDonald's. That's what people died for. That's what people were marching for 50, 60 years ago. So you could have the right to a good life. But if you're going to continue to act like a slave, then what was the point of the freedom? Because there's nothing free about selling drugs. You know, if you're out on the street risking everything every day, the amount of stress and pressure that comes with that, because it's not cool to just go get a job and work. You know, and then when you get to the job, are you actually going to work? Because this is another thing I'm seeing. And I'm not talking like anybody who's about that life. I'm talking about regular young people taking jobs that have no social skills. They have grown up using uh, devices to communicate everything, and they cannot talk to people. They don't introduce themselves. They wear their headphones at work. They're constantly jumping on Facebook Live. Listen, you're not that interesting. 99% of you all are not interested enough to have your own live broadcast. You're not. You know? And the fact that you would force yourself to try to start doing things to get more people to watch you is ridiculous. This whole idea that you're so interesting and so fascinating that people have to watch you live on Facebook is silly. Most of you all aren't even interesting enough to talk to. Why would anybody want to watch you? I don't understand any of it. And they're soft, soft, soft. You know, their feelings get hurt all the time. Everybody's all butthurt about everything. You know, everybody's got to be included in everything. And it's like, that's not reality. And I don't even like that word because I know reality can change. Your attitude changes reality every second. But the reality, I <laughs> see what I did there. But the reality is like the world is harsh. The world is harsh. And you. I think what we're seeing right now is a clash of uh, ideas. The world is harsh and we're building all these soft people. People who, you know, uh, need their food cut up for them all the time. Not literally, but you know what I mean? Figuratively, everything has to be in these bite sized, tiny, understandable pieces, and it has to be said a certain way because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, fuck that. The world is full of hurt feelings. I don't think we're doing anybody a service by making everybody think they need to feel seen and heard all day, every day. That's not the way the world is anyway. There are going to be plenty of places where you walk out and someone is going to say something that you don't agree with. You don't then get to have some sort of major meltdown and feel like, you know, institutions need to come down because they hurt your feelings. Or the other real scary and strange thing people do now is, oh, you disrespected me. I'm going to shoot you. These are common uh, occurrences. I kid you not. People get shot over uh, teasing or bullshitting or uh, people call it bullying. I don't know. You know, I was bullied. Everybody I know got bullied in some form or fashion. And uh, there were times I was the bully. But, you know, nobody decided at, at you know, that point, like, oh, my God, I got to kill you. Like, most of the stuff that people are getting killed over now, it's just basic uh, hurt feelings. No one's talking. There's not great communication. And we really, really need to work on that and make your children understand, like, the world isn't always going to go your way and that's okay because you can then ascend your circumstances. You can then learn to be a better person. Set your standard of excellence higher. I know it's low. I know it's low. There are people in high paying positions and high profile positions right now that really don't deserve your respect. They're not they're not great folks. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but you know, it may look unjust, but that's no excuse for you not to be the best you can be. And we need to have that inner standard. And I don't know that everybody has that. And if you're wondering if you're one of those people, look around at your friends. Your friendship circle tells you everything. If you know know a bunch of low vibration, low quality um, people who really maybe think they're doing the most but they're not really accomplishing anything if they're not standard uh, well upstanding really high quality people then there's your clue because if your friends are whack you whack if your friends are low lives low lives then you're probably a low life you probably like the low life that's the problem too a lot of people fall in love with the low life That's nothing to fall in love with you know being broke and struggling and not being able to pay for your children and, and not being able to do stuff, not being able to travel, always worrying if you're going to get arrested. There, What is fun about that? <laughs> None of that sounds intriguing or fun. Yet, you know, music, the the hip-hop music culture has made a, a, at least two generations of young men think that's the way to go. And if you weren't raised by the right folks, you, you think that's good behavior and you're that's how you're living it's like people don't want to just get up and go to work people want to be rich and have all the money but they want to smoke weed and uh you know make a bunch of kids they can't afford and live off of a girl they don't want to work and that's not everybody of course it's not everybody but there's a good number of people that you would be alarmed to find out that's how they live And have no intention of changing. Their friends are getting murdered. Their brothers are getting murdered. Everybody around them is getting murdered. But this is all they know. And they are not at all interested in going to trade school. I know it's not sexy. But everybody loves the plumber when the the toilet is broken. It's not sexy, but every loves everybody loves the HVAC guy when the uh, air conditioner goes out on a hot, hot, hot summer day or when the heat isn't working and it's, you know, 18 degrees. Uh, yeah, it's not sexy, but those are good jobs that pay the bill, pay the bills, and they require skill. that People will pay you for a skill that you have, you know, that no one else can do. Or, you know, not that no one else can do, but basically, people will pay you money for a skill that you have. And if you the the more skill you have, the more you elevate yourself at your craft, the more money you will make. And sometimes you will find yourself to be the best one, you know, because you give be- the best customer service. You get you get out there as quickly as possible. You return calls when no one else is returning calls. You go and fix the heat. Uh, faster than anybody else can fix the heat and you do it right the first time and you don't cheat people you will become a prized commodity and people will be happy to see you like they are to see anybody on TV because you're helping them in their time of need and that's just important and I think you know it's important for young people to not miss that message, it's okay to be regular it's okay to just be the dude that works hard It's okay to be the young lady that just gets up every day and wants to, you know, she wanted to be a uh, physician's assistant when she was uh, 14 and now she's doing that. Or she's a dental assistant. Or fuck that, she's a dentist. There's nothing wrong with going after regular-ass dreams. The fame machine is real. It chews people up and there are things that you have to pay that you don't understand to be famous it just doesn't make sense. And you're not famous, you're regular. So stop getting on Facebook live, no one cares. Get a job, get a plan, get some money in your pocket. Stop dating people that are beneath your station in life. You know, and you know it. Every girl knows when they're making a compromise with somebody that they they just know he I just love him, and he's so, you know, he working on things. Is he working on things? Is he is he working on things, or is he just using you and telling you he loves you and he has no intention of really putting together something? Because people with a plan, you could tell, because they work their plan, you know? And I've been guilty as anybody. I have an idea of what I want to do, and I have a clear vision of what I want to do, but if my behavior doesn't match that outcome I'm not going to get there you know I could want to be in California but if I start driving towards New York I don't really want to be in California yes see what I mean so I mean you just got to push yourself and do your best and raise your standard of excellence and try to be a better human being and I hope Mad Love helps you do that that is what I enjoy doing on this podcast I've gotten good feedback where people felt like I had helped them or I gave them a different perspective, and I enjoy that. I want you to be motivated. I want you to do better than me. I want everybody, I don't want to be in a winner's circle by myself. I want everybody to be doing good. You know what I mean? This whole hater thing, too, I don't understand that. When did we stop rooting for each other? Why is everybody your competition? I don't, I don't really want to live like that. I've never really lived like that myself, but I see it a lot. You know, and that's how no matter what the reason is, you can go and beat someone who looks like you within an inch of their life and then eventually take their lives because of the the beating, because of the self-hatred. Even if it's true, even if they beat this dude up because he was messing around with somebody's baby mama, which I hate the whole concept of that, but say that's true. Who, what gives you the right to beat this man's ass because she moved on from you? Other than that, you hate yourself. No matter what the reason is, it's clear, whatever the motivation was for the for this beating, it's clear that there's nothing but safe, self-hatred in that group. Because to beat somebody that looks just like you, like that, is wrong. And it has to feel wrong unless something is not right in you. I'm bringing a little heat here on a Friday. I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. February has always been a good month for me. I'm going to be black after February. You know how I feel about this Black History Month. In fact, I'm beginning to feel like I am black history. Um, yeah, the older you get, the more you'll be like, you know what? I've, I've seen a lot. <laughs> and I am black history. And I'm going to be black in March too. So don't, don't stop loving me. Don't stop give, giving me great TV product don't just save it for february i'm gonna need some black love in march all right <laughs> happy february enjoy this february 3rd be your best know that i care deeply for you and want the best for you and i hope that you are uh somewhere living your best life and uh you know i appreciate you i thank you so much for listening uh, continue to like, share, subscribe, whatever it takes, uh, and we'll be back here next week. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Period. And uh, yeah, I'll be black. Like, I'll be black. No, I'll be back on Monday, but I, I'm. I'll try to be back on Monday. You never know. It's hard to podcast on Mondays, but I will be black on Monday and in March. So. There you go. Have a great day.